0: last two weeks, I have had hmm, seven direct messages from people, specifically women, asking me why men continue to break up with them and then come back and break up with them and then come back. I'm going to read you off one of these and then we're going to dive into this. Okay. Uh, Hi, Connor. I have been a huge fan and listener of your podcast for a really long time. You've helped me to understand a lot and change my own behaviors. Great. Glad to hear the podcast is helping. Uh, I do have a question for you, though. I am with someone who I think is kind, empathetic, caring, compassionate, et cetera. I love him and he loves me, but he keeps breaking up with me. Uh, And then coming back, (laughs) he did this two days ago, stating that he wanted to save me from him because he feels like he lacks direction and has issues with shame. The next day he was able to say, I don't want to break up and I do love you. I'm not sure what to do anymore. I like this man. I love this man. And I think he's incredible, but he keeps pulling the plug on a relationship and I'm happy to stay with and be in his partner, but I need him to do the work. I'm starting to wonder if I'm weak for taking him back. Can you provide any insight? Yes, I can. Uh, I have gotten other messages like this over the last week, uh, reaching out my boyfriend, now an ex of Sunday, has broken up with me three times in the last six months. Okay, so this is a very common thing. And I get asked this question all the time. Why do men continually break up with me and then come back and break up with me and come back? Is it a me thing? Is it a them thing? So I sat with this for a little while and thought about all the reasons in the past why I've done this, why friends have done this, why clients that I've worked with have done this, uh, the men that I've worked with, why, why we as men generally do this. And there's no one reason, okay? This is the interesting thing that I find about, A lot of the questions that I, that I get about men is that a lot of women are looking for a very simple reason because there's a, there's a expectation. There's this like (laughs) ridiculous story that men are somehow these Neanderthal simple creatures. Uh, and we aren't, we're very complex, just like women are. We might not be as complex in, in all areas, um, but we're still complex creatures. So I made a little bit of a list of reasons about why your man may be breaking up with you and then coming back uh and then i talk about what women might be doing to uh amplify that and what men might be doing to amplify that within their own lives so stay tuned because this is going to get juicy so number one and i'm going to speak directly to men okay because i feel like this is a really good indicator for a lot of the guys out there so number one you might be in adventure mode so men here's the deal there is going to be a phase in your life where you don't want to date, where you don't want commitment. But maybe you've been told that commitment is what you should be looking for. Maybe you think that commitment is the only way for you to have sex. And so you are in adventure mode, but you are entering into relationships under the false pretense that that's what you want because you think that it's the way that you are going to get laid. So what do you do? Be upfront, be honest be very clear about where you are in life. Be transparent. There are a number of people, men, women, whatever, whatever your sexual orientation is, whatever your preferences, however you identify, doesn't matter. There are a number of people who are happy and looking for the exact same thing as you are that are also in adventure mode that are just looking to explore sexually own it. Uh, you only want to have sex and are distracted by the options that they see online. So, guys, sometimes you are going to break up with the women in your life because you have gotten distracted, because you've entered into a relationship. Maybe it's in the early stages. You're getting to know this person. It's going really well. But you still have your addiction to the thirst trap on social media. And so you scroll endlessly through the, you know, fabricated photoshopped options that you see online. And that causes you to question your relationship. Uh, That can be another reason. Um, Doesn't want to know himself well enough to really, oh, doesn't know himself well enough to really know if she's a good fit for him. So here's a really good, uh, here's a really good example. So many of you, and I'm speaking again to you guys, many of you might be in a place in your life where you actually don't know yourself well enough, where you haven't done the inner work to really know or you don't have enough experience to really know what it is that you are looking for in a partner. And that's okay. Be upfront about that, right? Be honest, at least with yourself, that you haven't figured out what it is that you actually want yet. I see a lot of guys in their early 20s uh, and late 20s that are looking for commitment and they're like, I, well, I just, I can't seem to find the right one. And it's like, well, maybe you aren't the right one yet. Maybe you don't even know what it is that you're looking for. And so you get into a relationship and I see this time and time again where a man asks the question, how do I know if she's the one? Well, if you don't know, how are other people supposed to tell you, right? This is a decision that you should make. I can inform you about how I found that decision in my life. But for me, I knew I had found the one when I had known myself, when I had cultivated and, and worked to know myself at such a depth that when I started to date people, it was very quickly. It was like, nope, 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 nope. That's her. Right, and that's how I met my wife. So maybe you don't know yourself as well as you think you do, and it's causing you to question the relationship. Uh, another reason, guys, you might love you might love the sex. But not the relationship. So this is a very interesting distinction. A lot of us get into relationships. A lot of you might be in, in a relationship with someone where you really love the sexual experience, but the relationship itself isn't great. And this is, there's all kinds of research on this. Trauma bonds, um, can, can create an immense amount of sexual chemistry. Sometimes we have the, the best or the most sort of, uh, liberating sexual chemistry with people where the relationship is complete disaster. And that is for very specific reasons. So maybe you love the sex, but you don't love the relationship. That can be another reason. Uh, another one is you might not feel, so men, you might not feel like you are able or ready to provide what that person is looking for. And this can show up in a number of ways. So maybe you don't feel like you're in the right place financially, maybe you don't feel like you're in the right place emotionally, maybe you don't feel like you're in the right place in your career or in your spirituality or in your health and that can actually be the thing that is holding you back in the relationship and so you commit and then when you feel like uh, that sort of internal conflict shows up, and you're like, oh, I'm not where I want to be in life. You know, my career's not that great, or my health isn't that great, or my finance isn't that great. And you blame it on the relationship. And so the relationship takes the brunt of it. You pull out of the relationship because you feel like you can't provide for what you want in the relationship, and away you go. And then you feel guilty uh, and you realize that the relationship is great or that you really like that person. And so you enter back in and then time goes on and the same thing happens again. So maybe you feel like you can't provide or you're not in the right place in your life that you think you should be in order to be in a committed relationship. And lastly, and this is probably the one that I see the most common. And this is what this individual is even saying. You as a man might not want to commit in a relationship, you might go into a relationship and then pull out and get back into relationship and pull out because you feel like you're on a downward trajectory in life. You might feel like you are on a downward trajectory in life. Now that can mean many things. It might mean that your mental health, you, you know, your internal dialogue is on a downward spiral. You might think that your career is going downhill. You might think that your health or your finances, whatever the case may be. But you, in some way, shape, or form, you think that your life is in a downward trajectory and you think you're playing the hero by protecting this individual from your downward spiral. So these are just some of the reasons. There are many more. There, I guarantee you there are many more, but these are a couple of them that I put together. So what do you need to know? Okay, what do you need to know? Well, ladies, are going to address you first. Here's how you might be contributing to the... Uh, getting in a relationship, breakup, getting in a relationship, breakup with the same individual, okay? First and foremost, you might be too needy or too clingy. Now, this is, this is very, very uh, common. I see a lot of guys sort of complaining about how much that his partner needs from him. So just notice, and this is a good thing to ask when you guys get back together. It's a good thing to start to talk about in your relationship, of just inquiring, do you feel like I need too much from you? Do you feel like I'm independent enough? Do you feel like I'm able to to self-regulate? Do you feel like I'm too clingy and, and need too much time or effort or energy from you? And hopefully if you have a man who is transparent, who is willing to be honest with you, he'll tell you, he'll be honest with you. He'll say, yeah, I can't give you as much time and energy as you want because I'm really focused in on my purpose. I'm really focused in on building this part of my life right now. And I want you to be along for the journey, but I can't give you as much time as that you want or as much energy or as much emotional output as you want because a lot of my effort and energy is going into my business or my my career or my purpose or my whatever the focus might be. So inquire about that. The other thing, ladies, is, and some of you are not gonna like this terminology and that's okay, you don't have to like it. Uh, Some of you ladies are emotional yo-yos, all right? And I mean that respectfully because I've been an emotional yo-yo in my life and I think we all know what that means, but I'm gonna describe it anyway. So the emotional yo-yo is when you are super up and then super down and super up and super down. And the man never knows what he's gonna get from you. He doesn't know if he's gonna go on a date with you and get like happy-go-lucky you, or if he's gonna go on a date with you and get miserable you, or if he's gonna go on a date with you and get sad, depressed, doesn't wanna talk to him uh, version of you. So that's the emotional yo-yo. And for some men, and there's two categories of this, okay? For men that haven't done the work to know themselves well enough, that's going to be exciting and it's going to be sort of like entertaining there's going to be something that's going to draw them into that and it can sometimes lead to some great sexual encounters Uh, But ultimately, they're going to be a little scared because they're not going to be they're not going to know how to handle it. They're not going to know how to calm you. They're not going to know how to be grounded around you. They're not going to know how to manage their internal state when you are going through whatever you're going through, wherever you're in in your life. And you have full permission to yo-yo sometimes like that's that's okay. Uh, the other side is you might be dating men that are more emotionally mature, that are grounded, that do know what they want. And that emotional yo-yo, that roller coaster is going to be a bit of a red flag from them. And because what they are looking for is a woman who knows how to self-regulate, who knows how to self-soothe. And that doesn't mean that He doesn't connect with you. It doesn't mean that you don't share some of the things that are going on within you and have that beautiful emotional intimacy. It simply means that he is looking for someone who is more emotionally mature. That's all. It's plain and simple, okay? And men, men, how do you contribute to this? So let's not kid ourselves. You are not protecting her by pulling the parachute on the relationship You, When when you feel like you can't provide for her or when you feel like you're spiraling, you are protecting yourself. You're protecting yourself, not her. It might seem like you're protecting her. It's very valiant of you to put it that way, but you are protecting yourself from an added level of shame or guilt or self-anger or whatever the case may be, okay? So what do we do in those situations? Well, first and foremost, you need to push yourself into a situation where you finally admit that you need some support, that you're not gonna figure this out on your own, that going and joining a men's group or getting a coach or finding a therapist or getting a psychologist or actually talking to one of your close trusted friends or finding a mentor, whatever the case may be, that you prioritize that before you continue to pull the ripcord and, and launch the parachute in the relationship because you do more damage By being unsure and ex, by being unsure and exiting the relationship and then going back in and exiting the relationship and going back in. So figure out, find that mentorship, find those group of men that you can connect with and start to really dive into your own work. Don't blame the relationship. And lastly, guys, you might be more interested in the chase than you are in the depth of intimacy that comes with commitment. Now, this is okay. There's a period of time and I'm not, I'm not sort of justifying the, the sort of Peter Pan boy, you know, the lost boy that never grows up and, and is in that chase space for his entire life. And he's 55 years old and still going out and partying every night and sleeping around and, you know, has a a kid or two out there somewhere (laughs) that he's never been engaged in their life. I'm not justifying that. I'm saying that most of us go through a period in our life where we, Crave adventure. And for men specifically, we go through a period in our life where we enjoy the chase, where we build confidence by learning how to talk to women, by learning how to engage in those conversations. And so, men, do yourself the self respecting thing and honor where you're at. Are you more committed to the chase than you are in the depth of intimacy? And here's the thing that I want you to know here's the last thing I want you to know you might be terrified of that emotional intimacy that that deep sexual intimacy, you might be terrified of it. And that's why you're staying in that space of chase. So if you've been in that place where you've just been dating and dating and dating for years, but you haven't really had a committed relationship, or you had a committed relationship years ago, and you got really hurt, that's probably a good sign that there's a part of you that hasn't healed, that there's a part of you that is resisting really close, connected, deep intimacy. And so what generally starts to happen, and I've seen this hundreds of times, is that a man who has a relational wound that hasn't been healed will get into a relationship, a certain amount of time will go on, three months, six months, maybe it's two years. And all of a sudden, he will feel like there's a depth of emotional intimacy where suddenly he can get hurt again. And maybe up until that point, he hasn't felt like he was vulnerable enough or open enough to really be hurt in the relationship but suddenly there a threshold is crossed and he feels like oh shit i might actually get hurt again i could actually get hurt again and suddenly in the unconscious mind things start to work because that pain is in control it's in charge and it starts to pull him out of the relationship because he hasn't integrated that pain he hasn't integrated that hurt and so it starts to call the shots to protect him to help him avoid feeling that pain or that hurt again. So I'm going to leave you with all of that. I know that this is a very big uh, sort of topic and conversation, but it's me saying there's no one answer. There's no one answer for why you as a man or the man that you're dating gets into a relationship with you and then exits and then comes back and then exits again and then comes back and exits again. There's no one clear reason, right? We could talk about avoidant attachment style um, and we could talk about attachment theory and I probably will in another episode, but these are some of the real life tactical reasons why a man will get into a relationship and then rip cord out three, six months, 12 months in. Okay. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Make sure that you comment if you enjoyed this um, on whatever platform you're watching this on. And if you are listening to this on the uh, podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review and share this episode with at least one person because it goes a long way. So see you next week.